This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Hold on, check me, boo. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and I am coming to you solo today. It's been like a week since I've recorded an episode. I've been out and about traveling in the world, and I just had to come back and sit down with all of you one-on-one or one-on-many, depending on how many people listen to this, and just kind of debrief because I feel like we've missed a lot. We have some shows to catch up on. I want to talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey from last week and the Real Housewives of Orange County finale, both episodes with a lot going on that deserve to be discussed. And I was not around last week to give them the light of day. So we're going to get into that. But first of all, I want to talk about what I was doing last week, my trip to LA, my trip to Vanderpump land, and also the land of Beverly Hills, because I stayed in Beverly Hills. But I felt the spirit of Vanderpump rules really coursing through my veins, you could say. I have to say this was my first time in LA, and therefore my first time experiencing any of Lisa Vanderpump's, what is it, 27 nightclubs, bars, and restaurants around the world. And I got to say, I have some thoughts. (laughs) And you know, I prefer to keep my brain pretty empty, but these thoughts are not all positive. I did hit up the trifecta. I went to Pump. I went to Tom Tom. I went to Sir. I only ate at Tom Tom. I would have eaten at Sir. Gotta say, menu was not clicking for me. Nothing was striking my fancy. But here's my little Vanderpump rundown. Wednesday night, I was out with some friends in WeHo, as you do. We stopped by Pump to get a drink. We were just getting a drink. You know, people are like, okay, I was in LA for three and a half days. I was not going to eat dinner at three different Lisa Vanderpump establishments. That would have been my entire trip. I'm sorry, but I have priorities. I have, one could say I have taste. One could say I have life ambitions aside from just giving Lisa Vanderpump my hard-earned money. So I only ate, I picked and choose what I wanted to do at each place. So at Pump, we stopped in for a drink. It was Wednesday night, about 10 o'clock. Pump, Wednesday night, closes at 11. Do you see a problem? I don't. We showed up an hour before they closed. I was with my friend Steve, who you know, Steve, Faces by Bravo, friend of the podcast. I was also with my friend Hayden Cohen, who has been on the podcast at Haters, a lovely crew. We go into Pump. Steve knows all the waiters. (laughs) We're just like, okay. He's like, oh, like, can we get a table? And they're like, oh, like, Yeah, like you could. It's not crowded, first of all. It's simply not crowded. They're like, you could sit at the bar or you could sit at a table or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sitting at a table because I am not going to go to pump and sit inside in the corner when the world famous like pump patio with those weird like bonsai trees, which by the way, I was kind of starstruck by the trees more than anything else because I just, I would recognize them anywhere. But they sit us down at this table. I have to say the whole pump patio, it's like nice, but also it just felt kind of dusty. 
I know there's like pollen right now. It's like allergy season, but I didn't feel like I was kind of glad we weren't eating there because I felt like I would have been a little bit like icked out. And I went a lot of outdoor places when I was in LA and I would say this was kind of like the mustiest of them. But so I ordered a pumptini as you do because I pumptini and you guys, it was nasty. And I posted this on my story and some people were like, oh, like nasty in a good way or nasty in a bad way. I'm like, Nasty in a bad way. Nasty is not something I say when I'm like, ooh, yummy drink. So the pumptini, if you're unfamiliar, which I can't imagine you're unfamiliar, but stick with me. It's a martini glass with a sugar rim. And then the actual cocktail is like vodka, some other liqueur, um, grapefruit. It's the equivalent of like a fraternity party punch where it's like Everclear or Diesel or like a a really, really strong alcohol. And then because it's too strong to drink, you have to also make it too sweet at the same time. Like it tastes like you put crystal light powder in a straight thing of vodka. It wasn't pleasing to me. It was, like I said, nasty, not in a good way. But the weirdest thing about Pump was that, like I said, they closed at 11. It was a little after 10. And they come around to our table right when we sit down and they're like, oh, guys, like it's going to be last call in a minute. So if you want any drinks, like get them in now. And like I've never I've never been to an establishment where they were doing last call 45 minutes before they close. So, Lisa, maybe uh, maybe you should speak to your staff about the about when their shift is actually over. But that was Pump. One drink was enough. The next night, we went to Tom Tom for dinner. We had a reservation, no problem. We were sat all the way in the back. It's pretty big. I didn't realize how large Tom Tom is. They have like the second half open now. We were sitting all 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 the way in the back. Not not next to Nicolaine's decor. I mean, I guess it's all Nicolaine's decor, but it was it was like it kind of felt like we were in like the offshoot room in the back of Tom Tom. And then they immediately pull down. There's like big windows. It's nice. There's like sunlight. And then they pull down the shades. And so it's immediately basically pitch black in there, which is not to me. It's not my favorite restaurant experience, but I get there. Like Lisa would be like, yeah, yeah, we're going for something very sexy and it has to be romantic and Tom Tom and lush and whatever it was, I guess. The drinks, I have to say, solid. I got an espresso martini, could have had could have been better could have had more foam it wasn't like it wasn't like a world class espresso martini but it was fine i had something else everybody liked their drinks there's like a clockwork pink there's a yeah madam butterfly i recognize all the names from vanderpump rules of the cocktails which is sad but tom tom was supposed to be dinner our reservation was for 7 it was dinner time we ordered we ordered the goat cheese balls there were 6 of us at the table there's only four goat cheese balls in an order. So we ordered two, you know, so everybody could have a chance. And there should be a few extra, two extra, I guess, if I'm doing math. When we left Tom Tom, there were three goat cheese balls left. Everybody didn't even want one. And I certainly didn't want a second one. It was one of the worst things I've ever eaten. It's like, okay, there is nothing I like more than going to an establishment and ordering like mozzarella sticks. Because you know exactly what you're getting. It's going to be that like crisp breaded outside, that hot gooey cheese on the inside. And that is what I wanted out of a goat cheese ball. I know mozzarella and goat cheese aren't like, don't have all the same properties, 
but I expected it to be like a crisp bite and then like a gooey, like a melt in your mouth, creamy goat cheese sensation. This is what was, I felt like was promised to me. It was so chalky, so pasty, like peanut butter on the roof of your mouth, but it didn't taste like when I have peanut butter on the roof of my mouth, I'm like, yum. I didn't, it didn't taste yum. It was, it was really something. Honestly, the, um, the, the little like garnish side salad, whatever that comes with the goat cheese balls was easily better than the goat cheese balls. And it was just like some greens and pomegranate seeds and balsamic glaze. And I literally was like spooning more of that onto my plate. Yet there was another goat cheese ball sitting there and I couldn't even touch it. I didn't want to look at it. And some of the friends I was with got flatbreads to eat at Tom Tom. They have three flatbreads on the menu and they ordered two of them uh, because the waiter told them that the third was disgusting, which is always a good sign. The shrimp one, if you're if you're going, was a, apparently too bad to eat. But the two they got, they were like, oh, like it could have been good, but it was just covered in goat cheese. And it was the same pasty, cementy, uh, distasteful texture of goat cheese that was in the goat cheese balls. And so they were like, yeah, like all I've gotten out of this eating experience is like a mouthful of pasty goat cheese. And like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, I don't want to eat more goat cheese that's going to like give me the ick in my mouth. So I was, you know, I was sitting at Tom Tom and I had, I had thought, okay, we're go- we'll order some stuff to start and then I'll figure out like what I want for my meal. And I'm looking at this menu and I'm scraping the goat cheese off the roof of my mouth and I'm like, I don't want to eat anything else here. I don't want to spend $20 more on a, a pasta that sounds like it's going to be bad. So you know what I did? I pulled the ripcord on Tom Tom. I said, we're getting the check. And then I went on my phone and I made a reservation at Sir for like 15 minutes later. And I didn't, I had kind of thought once I knew that I was going to Tom Tom, I was like, eh, I probably won't go to Sir on this trip. I don't want to, you know, I'm not coming back over here another night. I was like, get me the fuck out of Tom Tom. I want to go to Sir. And that, that is when I knew I was down bad. Cause I've heard from so many people. So many people that I trust and that I love that Tom Tom is the best out of the three Vanderpump WeHo establishments. And I was sitting at Tom Tom like, what is happening? This is depressing. There were no Toms there. There was no Lisa. There was no James Kennedy wasn't DJing in his little like Juliet balcony. The place was dead. So we gathered our things. We left Tom Tom. We went around the corner to Sir. It really is like a five-minute walk. And so we get to Sir. And let me just say, I made the reservation on Resi. First of all, it was a Thursday night. The fact that I could get a reservation for six people at 8.30 on a Thursday night on 15 minutes notice, it's not, not a promising sign. You know, places, the places I like to go are usually pretty booked up. You know, maybe getting a table for two, you could squeeze in. We were not being squeezed into Sir. They were, they were desperate for us to come. But I have to say, I made this reservation on Resi. And the nice thing about Resi is it will give you options for what table you want. So there was like indoor, lounge, whatever. 
I specifically selected outdoor because I'm in New York right now. It's still in the, it's still fucking 40 degrees outside. I'm in LA. It feels beautiful. I'm sitting outside. If that's an option, I had already been stuck in the back, 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 back of Tom Tom. So I specifically selected outdoor. We got to sir. Let me tell you, the place is not popping. I could have gotten four more reservations and it wouldn't have been full. It's a big place. There's like 12 rooms. It's Sir is like very maze-like. It kind of feels like the Weasley's house. Like they've built it like piece by piece. And it's very reflective of that in that it's tacky as hell, basically. But so we go to the host stand and our, our lovely hostess takes us to a table that not only is it not outside, but it's not in the front room, the cute part that you always see on TV. It's not even in the room maybe next to that. We are all the way off to the side, down like a half a flight of stairs. Eh, maybe not a flight. of That's dramatic. Down, we, we're told to watch our step more than once on the way to this table. That's what I'll say. And it's in this room that is like, first of all, the walls are just white. It looks like, the, you know, they just like forgot to paint them. Everything else in Sur is like, purple and pink and like looks like there's at least been like thought put into it even if it's like tacky thoughts there's like these ugly ass chandeliers one of which is hanging so low that i hit my head on it crawling into our table which the table was very uncomfortable it i don't know they it was like a big two tables that they had pushed together like it was supposed to be for 10 people but there were only six of us it felt like you're at like you're a little kid at like a grown up italian restaurant but like we were adults and we were getting drinks at Sir and we just got a round of cocktails at Sir. Again, I was like, oh, maybe I'll order food because I hadn't really eaten dinner at Tom Tom like I expected. All I ate was a goat cheese ball and some surprisingly good garnish salad. So I ordered a Paloma, a basic, whatever. But I was like, I'm going to get food. And then I'm just looking at the menu. And the, I mean, the Sir menu, if, you, if you've been there, you know. It is a fucking hodgepodge. They have like 25 different types of cuisines going on. They have, you know, the tuna tartare, or you could get like a fucking, I don't like what's another food, you know, like it's just the kind of menu where it feels like they've come up with like 50 things that sound appealing and then just like put them together on a menu with no kind of cohesion. And I'm looking through this menu and it's like, Nothing is inexpensive. Nothing is like, oh, that's just like a little something. I was looking through like the appetizers, the sides, literally nothing sounded good. And I'm not like, I'm a pretty easy orderer. Like, even if I'm a little bit picky, like I can always find something. That's, I was like, nothing, nothing here sounds good. And nobody else was ordering food. So I was like, I don't want us to be stuck here for an extra hour because I ordered the tuna tartare that I don't even really want to eat. I said no to getting food at Sir. We stayed for one drink. We were not there very long. We did see at Sir, Max was there, Lisa's son. I think he might live there. I've never seen him anywhere else. Peter Madrigal was there in his, uh, he was the best dressed person in the place wearing his little suit. The ponytail is alive and well, which is unfortunate. Peter was doing the thing of like, he's the manager, right? So he's like overseeing. But I already told you, it was not that crowded in there. Peter was doing laps like every 30 seconds. Like he would come through our room, which was fucking Siberia of Sir. We were like all the way to the side. 
the garden, the patio, like all that pretty stuff, like where you see Charlie, like, oh, you should try the cheesecake. Like that was like a fucking mile away from where we were sitting at, sir. And Peter was literally in our room like 20 times while we were there for one drink. I'm like, this is a telltale sign that you just like don't have anything to do because like, if there was anything going on at sir that night, he would have been like busy. And then Guillermo was also there. Lovely, whatever. I didn't talk to any of them. I was like, I don't, <laughs> if I had seen like Charlie or pretending that like Sheena or anyone works there, I would have said something, but I'm like, I don't, I don't need to interrupt Peter's like pretending to look busy routine at sir. But yeah, so I got to say, Lisa Vanderpump, kind of over three for me in LA. Uh, if I go back, I would, it hurts to say, if I go back, I know I would, I would be down to try again. I really wish I had spoken up at sir. Cause I think if I hadn't been sitting in that back ass room, if I had been in the garden or like, if I had been at a better table, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person who's like, I, I don't, I want a good table. That's not a good table. At Sir and at Tom Tom, those were not good tables. I'm not that person that's like, oh, like, could you give me a better table? But it's like, my, I made the reservation to say outside. What, what else am I supposed to do? It's not anyone's fault. I mean, this is, this is a first world problem. Let's be real. But, you know, let me know in a five star review if you've had your own experiences at Lisa Vanderpump establishments. I will say I've heard great things about her spot in Vegas. So if I'm ever in Vegas, which let's be real, I probably won't be, not my scene. But, you know, hats off to Lisa. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
I did while I was in LA, probably more exciting than any of those three encounters, were the fact that I did see James Kennedy with his new girlfriend. It was a very serendipitous moment. I was at the Grove, outdoor shopping area in LA. I was basically just killing some time. And then I was like walking out of the Grove to where I was going after that. And I literally see James Kennedy and his new girlfriend, whose name is Allie, walking in the parking lot to their car. I was just far enough away, but yet just close enough that I I wouldn't have been positive it was him, but I could hear his voice. I could hear that fucking British accent. And I'm like, that, that right there is James Kennedy. His new girlfriend is adorable and very tiny. Happy for him. Hope it's going well. They were at Coachella together this weekend. Who wasn't at Coachella together this weekend? There's Now there's like a rumor that Tom Schwartz and Raquel were making out. Oh, I can't even get into all that. I just, I just, I'm very happy that Sheena was at Coachella. I feel like she needed that. Um, but yeah, that was my trip to LA. Uh, hopefully, Hopefully you enjoyed following along on that. Let me know if you have any other questions. You can slide into the DMs at Bravo by Betches and I'll give you a little more rundown if there's anything else you want to know about the pump establishments in West Hollywood, California. But for now, let's move on to something slightly less depressing, which was Real Housewives of New Jersey last week. So the big day has finally arrived. Teresa and the, the daughters are moving out of that house. You all know the one, that house. You know, I saw a lot of people being like, oh, this made me cry. This made me so emotional. And like, I get it. I think if I was in a different headspace when I watched this episode, maybe it would have got me. But it's like, (laughs) I don't know. To me, I was kind of laughing during this scene because it's just like, I get the emotional connection, but like that house is just so ugly. And so like the... (laughs) The final moment, which I don't really believe was the final moment. I believe it was like, okay, we're filming you saying goodbye. And then I fully believe Teresa had to go back in and grab like three more bags of stuff. But when it like fades to black and white and she like does the the one last look up at the house and then grabs the, the giant wings that are the door handles and like pulls it shut It's just like, oh my God, that house. And it did finally sell. So congrats to them. Certainly not for the initial asking price because that was never going to happen. But the new house, I got to say, looks really nice. It looks like it's very, it's still like a Jersey house, but like in an actual context of like, I can imagine somebody wanting to live there. Whereas the Judice house. I mean, it's just like a monstrosity, but it was very nice. I mean, I'm happy for them. Teresa, for as much as she is really getting on my nerves this season, and we will we'll get to the Nashville stuff, I'm happy for her being happy. Like I want her to, I want her to have peace and happiness in her life. And the more we see of this season, I feel like that could mean her moving away from the show and just kind of like maybe doing, I mean, maybe a spinoff, maybe a break. Who knows? I don't know how this house is being paid for, but I did, I did really like the gesture of Louis having that engraved paving stone in the backyard that says Sempre and CME because that's like her parents thing. 
that was very nice. And I think that's like the exact kind of gesture that Teresa really appreciates. So I liked that. I was, I was glad to see that. But then we were moving on to the Nashville trip. And I mean, it's obvious from the get-go, from like weeks in the past, that Margaret and Teresa are not going to be having any kind of positive relationship with each other for the rest of the season, at least. And going into the Nashville trip, it almost seems like we could be at a place of just kind of like, okay, let's give each other their space and we won't really try to interact that much. But then we have Teresa, who's saying that Margaret has been talking to the blogs about Louis. And this is something where it's like, I think Teresa, I think Teresa made a mistake by saying this to Jackie. Or, I mean, maybe I'm giving her too much credit. Maybe it was deliberate because maybe she wanted Margaret to know. But I think that right when they get to the Nashville house, Teresa is like actually on a good, a pretty decent page with Jackie. And she's like, oh, well, you know, it's a coincidence that every time, every time there's a thing that Margaret's talking about, the block talking about too. And like, Teresa has to know that Jackie is going to tell Margaret that she said that right away, right away. Cause whatever kind of like, whatever kind of like good page Teresa and Jackie are on, it's not anything equivalent to Jackie's friendships with Margaret or with Melissa. And so it's just like Teresa lights the fuse the second they get in the house. And it kind of feels like what it leads up to at this dinner later, it feels almost like this is kind of what Teresa has been angling for this whole season. Cause like going back to, you know, going, going back a few weeks when they were at the ropes course and Teresa came in so hot and heavy and basically had this whole thing against Margaret. And then at the softball game, when she was making all these comments about Margaret and the thing with the leggings, it really feels like Teresa has been looking for a fight with Margaret this season. And I'm not necessarily saying that Margaret hasn't done anything wrong, but I think Margaret is somebody who she can go back and forth yelling at you. But at the end of the day, she's like, she's going to go home to her house and not think about it that much. And it is what it is. Whereas Teresa, I think really Margaret has gotten under her skin, whether it's based on fact or an imagined reality. And Teresa isn't going to be able to move on at all until she kind of gets this climactic moment against Margaret. It comes later on at dinner when, you know, they're, they're really having a pretty normal conversation and, <laughs> Teresa brings up, you know, so Margaret knows the the like realtor that got them the house and and Margaret's like, eh, well, I know everyone. And Teresa's like, yeah, yeah, yeah Margaret, yeah, yeah, it, I can tell you know everyone, including boggers. And it's just like, oh, fuck, Teresa, Teresa, you can see this coming from a mile away, but it, it's just, it doesn't make it any less difficult to watch that it's just like, Teresa, please. Teresa and everyone at the table, every single person, even Jennifer, even Margaret, even Dolores, every every single person at the table is like, fuck, because they're on this trip. It's night one. And everybody in this group, honestly, except for Teresa at this point, sort of gets along. 
And it's this is not where we were a year ago. This is not where we were even necessarily at the beginning of the season where like Margaret and Melissa and Jackie are pretty much fine with Dolores and Jennifer. And Teresa really has become the the loose screw in this whole machine. And while it's great drama and it's like exciting TV to watch, it's not going to be sustainable. And Margaret uh, said on, I think it was on Kate Casey's podcast last week, she did say that after Teresa threw the, basically, I mean, shoved the whole table's worth of drinks at Margaret, she did say that production asked Teresa to leave the house. And on the sh- on the episode, they show that Teresa and Louie are going to leave to stay at a hotel, but they certainly make it seem like it's kind of their decision because Teresa can't, you know, isn't cooled down and can't be in the same house with her. And we're, you know, just the way that she's carrying on, even when Margaret's not there, the white trash, white trash, white trash. She's a whore. She's a whore. Like it is, it's a lot. And I know that Teresa is in her love bubble. I know that she wants to protect her, protect her relationship, but it's like, this is, it's just not the way. I know that Teresa has her loyal fans out there, but I have to think that even if you are, in general, Team Teresa, even if you think Margaret sucks, the way that Teresa is like handling this whole situation is just so out of line. And I mean, I don't want to like chastise anyone because whatever, it's a TV show, but like get it together, you know? Everybody's an adult, even, and you know, Dolores is super conflicted. She's like, oh, well, I'm going to go with Teresa and Louie because I came here with them. And I really, I felt for Margaret in that moment when she's like, look, I know you're saying it doesn't mean that you're choosing sides, but in this moment, it feels like you're choosing sides. And if you choose her side, what am I supposed to think? You know, like this situation, even if it turned out to be true that Margaret was talking to a blog or something, the way that Teresa handled it in the moment, it's just, it's not good. It's not good. And I'm. it makes me nervous. Whatever happens the rest of this trip, who knows? But it makes me really nervous for the reunion because I think the best reunions are when people come in with a lot of feelings to work through, but you have to be at a place where you can talk about those feelings and where you can listen and respond and actually make some progress, whether or not you leave being besties with your with the person, you have to be in a place where you can listen to them talk and respond. And I'm nervous for this reunion because I think right now Teresa is so she's like in this place that's so far away from being able to have a real conversation, not just with Margaret, but with anything having to do with Louie, with anything having to do with her relationship, her kids, you know, like anything. It just feels like she is like in, in a completely different area code than whatever rational conversation somebody like Margaret or Jackie or Melissa is going to try to have at the reunion. And that is, I'm worried, first of all, that Teresa will kind of like alienate herself further, but I also am just worried that it's not going to be a very compelling reunion. If you have, you know, if you have the kind of the outsider in a place where they aren't willing to listen or talk to anyone, it's like, what do we do with that? I don't know. But they are, um, (laughs) 
Melissa is making them go to a recording studio in Nashville and do a song the next day, which is also happening on the finale of Orange County. And I just, I don't understand, like, why is this a thing? These women don't sing. They're not supposed to sing. I don't, (laughs) is like, is the group recording studio? And Luann did that last season. Like, what are we doing here? Is this the new, like, axe throwing, goat yoga? Like, is this just the new activity? I don't know. The OC finale was, (laughs) it was an episode. I don't know. I'm I'm feeling a little ready for the season of OC to be over. I feel like we're not going to get a lot more out of these out of these women and the the reunion trailer was nothing too special, but we're still on the Aspen trip. Gina and Emily are leaving their offering for the Tommy knockers, which again, I'm just like I don't I don't care. Noella is getting some earth medicine, which I I do enjoy seeing that. I feel like Noella, you know that um that Netflix show that Zac Efron got where he's like going around and just like trying things. I feel like Noella needs to join next season of that. Like, I just want to see her getting like some new kind of massage or like some like earth medicine or like some ritual. You know, I feel like watching Noella just like shriek in anguish with that braided leather phone strap around her. I feel like it would do well on Netflix. I would binge that. But Gina and Shannon's issues are sort of coming to a head at this boutique in Aspen, unfortunately for them. Um, Emily basically tells Gina that she needs to make things right with Shannon. And Gina, for the most part, says that this comes down to her sort of resenting how she's never felt like she's on the same level with Shannon, but then somehow Noella has earned that respect right away, which I understand. But at the same time, I don't necessarily believe that Gina really wants to be close with Shannon. So it's one of those things where I'm like, I understand why Shannon kind of sucks, but I also don't think that Gina is really that upset about it. I think it just like is the way Shannon is. But then when she confronts her, Shannon says kind of on the flip side that Gina has never really made an effort to be close with her and that she's done all this stuff for Gina. And I mean, Again, I sort of see both sides here, but at the end of the day, I'm like, I just don't think you guys want to be friends that bad. And that's okay. And I think that's like one of the hard things about balancing friendships on housewives is that it's like, there's always going to be this construct of the friend group and of the circle of friends. And these ladies are sisters and all of this stuff. And like that sometimes doesn't allow room for the idea that it's like, yeah, like Shannon and I get along okay, but like she's not really my cup of tea. You either have to be like feuding with someone or like besties. And Shannon's discussion of her sort of inner circle or her core friends actually was kind of interesting to me because she's talking about how she went from a core five to now a core four. And in that, I'm like, wonder, I'm like, okay, wait, so was like Tamara the fifth one? They don't say that. But in my mind, I'm like, we know about one of your friends that is no longer a friend. So I would like to hear that. But she says, it's never been a core two. It's never been a core two. And I did, I did really laugh at the moment when Gina's like, well, I bet Noella is one of your core friends now, huh? And Shannon just goes, of course not. Like, damn. That was cold. Shannon is basically Noella's only friend in the cast. 
And when it was suggested that she's like an actual close friend of Shannon's, Shannon's response was, of course not. Oh, that does not bode well for another season for Noella. But you know, if all is lost, at least she'll have the sommelier to talk to about her divorce. God bless her. You know, God love her. She's looking for a new house. She moved to a new house. We, we find out in the like finale card. Good for her. When I was in LA, I did see a Sweet James billboard and I, I thought that was pretty funny. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. But the final event of the season is Shannon's rock and roll party because of course it is. I just like, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. I wish I I wish I cared more about Shannon than I do. I don't know. Like Shannon to me is somebody that it's like I don't hate her, but I don't love her. And for somebody who's been on the show for so long, I just wish I had like more feelings about her. I don't know. I did like seeing Emily and Shane's vow renewal. I thought that was really nice. I do think I think Emily and Shane are one of the kind of fun surprises of this season. Because I had never really cared that much for Emily before, and I had pretty strongly not cared for Shane before. So I think they've really turned it around, it seems like, in their personal life, but also just in in the way that they come across on the show, which is hard to do 
you know, it's her fourth season and to change minds about your position on the show after a few years, I think is tough. And I think Emily's done a really good job, but yeah, I mean, we, we're at Shannon's party. We do a little music video. Jen makes an awkward toast about how last time she and Ryan were there, they were fighting. And now look at us. I'm like, yeah, look at you. I don't, I don't believe that things are just peachy all of a sudden. Like, I guess you're still together, which congratulations, but like, he's literally like mortified by your toast and then telling you that you need to stop drinking. So it doesn't actually seem like they've made that much progress, but maybe that's just me being cynical. But you know, that's pretty much the end of the season. Noella says she's realized it's important for her just not to focus on sex for a while. And I'm like, amen, sister. You'll find another stack of vaginas one day. Yeah, it's, we'll see. The reunion trailer, it's hard to tell, but like the most entertaining part of it looks like Shannon figuring out what to do about her dress debacle, which doesn't give me a lot of confidence, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. That's my feelings about OC. We'll see. Everything's going to be fine. I personally am very excited for tonight's new episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey. I think that's going to be a banger. I'll be back talking about it tomorrow, as well as this week's episode of Summer House. Lots coming down the pipeline. I'm so glad to be back. We've got so much to catch up on. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.